Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 3, Episode 4, Boss Fight. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching through Ozark for the second time. Uh, I have seen, I should say, I've seen seasons one through three because there is no season four at this point in time. We're waiting anxiously. Should be any any week now we should get an announcement about it. But I'm here with my co-host, Kurt. Kurt is a former student of mine, and he is also re-watching Ozark. And I think we both love it. I think this, this has been a, an enjoyable experience. Kurt, how are, how are you? This episode features Marty being locked in a cell. Okay. Thanks that is for the how, information. Well, that is how my emotions were impacted by this episode. Okay. Uh, I, I assume you're trying to uh, distract me from my guessing of your rating, but I have a question for you before I guess your rating. Shoot. What is your all-time favorite video game boss fight? Uh, I, I bet I it's can... probably a childhood one, but I can't think of uh, anymore. Well, Very I'll well. tell you mine. And while you think about one for yourself, okay? Mine is from a game for it was for the Nintendo 64 called Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Have you ever played Conquer's Bad Fur Day? I've never heard of it. Okay. Uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, you are playing as a squirrel uh, who emerges from a drunken stupor in a bar to find that his girlfriend has been kidnapped. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's this game was rated M for mature. So it, 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 there's a lot of stuff in there but my favorite boss in the game is called the great mighty poo and it is literally a pile of poop and it has sweet corn for teeth it is an opera singer and the way that you defeat it is by throwing toilet paper at it when its mouth is wide open and then eventually you get to pull the, the chain to flush the poo down well i mean it's it is M rated decent? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting. You sure that's not rated oh. for like PG or something? Like G for all kids? Like just, <laughs> just teaching them about like the big scary like toilet? <laughs> no, this is this is uh definitely M for mature. There's some very strong language in the song that the great mighty poo sings. But uh okay. Fair enough. Good for the almighty poo. If, I'm, if I'm, you are willing to do some beeping, I can sing the first verse of it. <laughs> Sure, I'm willing to do beeping. You can sing the first four first. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay. I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my sh at you. There you go. Why? What is this <laughs> game you're playing? What the hell is this? <laughs> it's an amazing game. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. You sounded like you had something that you wanted. I, to I have two. I have two in mind. The issue is I can't get the name of the boss. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, you want to figure it out. Kung Fu Panda? You know Kung Fu Panda, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. Do you ever see the first movie? Nope. Do you know anything <laughs> about the first movie? Okay. I'm trying I know to get, like, Jack. I know Jack Black is the voice of. of yeah, he's the voice of Poe. <laughs> okay. What I'm trying to get is the name of him. I think in the first movie as well, he's the um. He's the main villain of the first movie. He's like this okay. leopard. Oh, Tai—I don't Tai Lung, Tai Lung. He's okay. like this leopard, right? He's like the super strong, uh, like you know, main antagonist in the movie. He's also the main antagonist of the DS video game. And as a kid, I remember, um, I used to love Kung Fu Panda. Like I would, I would 
beat the game, play it again, and be like, I, I knew this game. I had all these glitches for it that I came up all on my own. Like, I never looked anything up in the game. I could flawless the game 100%, like, in one sitting. Like, I learned how to do it. I learned, like, I, I learned so much about this game. And I remember the first time, because I used to love Kung Fu Panda. Believe it or not, as a kid, I also loved Kung Fu Panda. That's why I played the game so much. But, like, I just remember, like, He's the final boss of the game, and I got so freaked out that he's like, "Oh my, like, oh, I have to fight Tai Long, the the scary like, like I'm like actually a little scared of him." So that that's that's probably the most like memorable boss, but actual boss that I enjoyed fighting, that was like good difficulty, is mm-hmm. probably one a friend. Uh, you probably you don't know this game; it's more not modern game. It's called Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's don't made know to it. be difficult. Yeah, it's made to be difficult, kind of. You've heard of Dark Souls, Mister Cell, right? Or no? Nope. Okay, never mind. Okay, Dark Souls is known for being like it came out probably like 2013, maybe 2014, and it spawned off a lot of other games and it has sequels of itself. And it's basically a really hard game. Like it, it's super unforgiving, it borderline BS stuff. Like you'll be walking and then something will spring a trap, knock you off the map, and you lose. Like if you can't get back to where you died before, you lose everything you had almost. Not like your items, oh, wow. but you lose like a lot of stuff. So it's like it's a really punishing game. Uh, mm-hmm. but the difficulty is what makes it kind of more fun of like you know oh i could lose everything or you know all this stuff and so a game that spawned out from it is hollow knight which is kind of like um you played metroid probably right yep you play metroid yes it's it's a it's a metroid style game like uh okay metrovania like castlevania like you explore the map you uh you know nothing's really known just kind of wandering around but super fun game it actually has a big story to it but anyway one boss in it is named nightmare the nightmare version of grim and he's He's a very hard boss, but also like a very fair boss in terms of like to beat him is just skill. It's not really all too much luck, okay. but it's just it, it is very rewarding to beat him because he's very hard to beat. So I would say that guy is probably my favorite video game boss oh. in terms of actually beating. There you go. All right. So nice. So th- of course, the reason that we bring all this up is because Marty is obsessed with this video game, which uh, we'll get to the title in a minute. But before we do that, I need to guess your rating on this episode so here's my logic i know how much you hate one way out i mean you you despise that episode from uh, season Uh, two where see this is where this is where you're just outrageous like i don't despise the episode i rate it fairly (laughs) right i think you're just on the other side of the point here of like i like it so much so he must be wrong like no you're in the wrong you just overblown it because you have never done this to me have you never (laughs) all right so i know how much you you hate that episode you gave it a nine (laughs) totally totally uh irrational but although nine is a rational number so that's a little confusing to say but at any rate (laughs) wow you gave you gave it a nine oh yeah 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 (laughs) but that's a math savvy dad joke it's not uh, just yeah, any dead. It is. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell your son once he's taken like algebra or pre yeah, Exactly. So uh, you gave that episode a nine. Now, that episode, hmm, I mean, the, so much heavy character development on that episode for Wendy, especially. You do know we're rating for Marty. You, know you know, we are talking about boss fight, not one. Way I know, but boss fight is the, okay. it's the same ep- It's the same episode, but not quite as good because it, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, uh, you know, another kidnapping. But except that you don't, it's not as much character development for Marty as it was for Wendy in that one. So I say you like this one less than you liked one way out so you probably gave this an eight 
wow. <laughs> Just wow. I know you didn't, but I just want to go with that. What a what a what a backhanded like rating right there. Like way to way to put a dig into boss fight. No, it's it's on between a nine and a ten. I could not decide. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, you okay? You didn't just give this an outright ten. No, See, you, I think you. Okay, I'm so confused because. You, you At first, I'll have... tell you exactly what happened. I gave it a 10 after I saw it. And then, uh-huh. like, when I thought about it a bit later, later the same day, I went, yeah, maybe it's a 9. I don't know if it's quite a 10, right? Like, I, I was like, it's no game day, right? But at the same oh, time, God. I was, then I went back and forth. And listen, you, you can talk about one way out. I can talk about game day. I think it's only fair. <laughs> so, there, that's... And I settled on, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see where the winds blow me. So... Uh, right okay. now, it's at a nine. It is at a high nine. Wow. But I could push it up to a ten. But it's yeah, you, I think you just have like, okay, one of two things is, is true here. Okay, because I thought we were lined up on this during Cairo and season one of The Leftovers. Okay, but I th- we've diverged on this significantly. I th- either I have an unnatural affection for episodes involving captives and kidnapping. Or you have an unnatural aversion for those same episodes. No, I love it. I love that Marty gets kidnapped here. Oh. So what did you give? You gave this a 10? Oh, of course I gave it a 10. <laughs> this, is, this is a 10. It's a clear 10. Well, it, it, no, might, no, was... it, might be, it might be even better than Kevin Cronin was here. I don't think it is, but it might be. Interesting. I, I wouldn't say it's a clear cut 10. Um, could be a 10. Maybe a oh, ten. Man. I might I, give look, it a ten. Well, Good let me, chance let me it just, might. Especially let if me you point this 10. out. This, if you don't, this will break the streak. We've had three episodes in a row that we've covered between Ozark and Lost that we both gave a ten to. I love, I love breaking streaks. Yeah. Streaks are made to be broken. Oh, there's nothing special about them. No. Okay. That's so not true. The point <laughs> no, of the streak is not... <laughs> In fact, they get more special the longer they don't Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's not a streak if it gets broken. It's not a streak anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes you're but it sounded, but it, but, it, but it sounded like a clever thing to say, did it not? It did sound like a clever thing to say. <laughs> so much of what you say sounds like a clever thing to say, but you just got to think about it that extra second. And then you realize, oh, he's messing with me. So, okay. with there's, there's, there's like a there's like a ten percent chance with that slide, and then it just sounds like I said something clever. So uh, yeah, you and you'll take those odds. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got nothing to lose there. <laughs> exactly. Well, I I think this is a, episode is a clear cut ten. We'll see how you feel by the end of this uh, discussion, but it's it's good stuff. I think it's good stuff. All right. What about the title? boss fight what do you think of that it's fine mm-hmm. i'll remember i'll remember what episode took place under boss fight so better than average for Ozark. Yep. I, I will look at boss fighting up oh, that's the episode where marty got kidnapped yep. or like where he was kidnapped you know it's it's funny because both times that i've watched this episode i've gone into it with the expectation this is the stupidest expectation ever. I can't even believe I'm going to admit this. I've gone into this with the expectation that two bosses are going to be fighting each other. <laughs> okay. Like Navarro is going to be fighting another boss, boss. somewhere. Like, oh, okay. boss fight. 
It so, happens at like workplaces, Mr. Cell. Like you ever talk to a friend that oh. doesn't work at the same place as you, and they're like, "My boss." Like you've heard, like my dad could beat up your dad, but it's not my <laughs> boss could beat up your boss. And boss fight. I mean, I've definitely had multiple bosses at the same place that f- that fight with each other. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like similar supervisor roles. Yeah, like and I think that's heads. what I was. Th- I think that's what I was thinking in this episode, uh, both times. I don't know why I thought it because clearly boss fight. And I kind of like this title. I don't love the title, but I kind of like it because it's got this dual, this dual purpose. The, the, it's the, the, the tie into the video game uh, being the, you know, that's, that's what you call the, the battle at the end of a level or world or whatever uh, is a boss fight. And so it's got that uh, because there, there's this heavy video, video game, connotation uh but then also you know marty is literally pretty much kind of fighting with his boss so i also just throwing this out that it says nothing to do with the title but i did not think marty returned at the end of this episode i thought he was there for one more episode but i thought the same thing about one way out so who knows anyway just want them to stay captured forever mr style series gotta continue on gotta go on Oh, I'll tell you one other thing I appreciated about this episode, which is another reason why it's worthy of a 10, 53 minute (laughs) runtime. Not not like an hour (laughs) runtime. You like that. Next next episode, next episode, an hour and four minutes. So an extra (laughs) we get slapped it on there. Eleven extra minutes compared to this episode. So I appreciate that 53 minute runtime. So I'm you know, I, t- I tell you what, I have never been picky about that until I started podcasting. <laughs> you, never. Well, because you take I've, super long notes. I do take super long notes. Like, so it, it's funny because I, I can pretty much, <clears throat> with the ones, with the episodes that I moderate here, uh, you can pretty much double the runtime, and that's how long it's going to take me to watch the episode. Okay. it's not not that way with episodes that you moderate so i, I can watch those much faster but i like any the episodes that you moderate aka when we do lost episodes for the <laughs> correct well you've moderated That's one like, black mirror episode yeah, one or two, yeah. <laughs> no just one <laughs> so, yeah, I can say, yeah one there you go yeah but uh, but yeah so I, I can watch those much faster but i so i do appreciate the shorter run times but it's funny because when i'm when I'm not podcasting about a series, when I'm just watching it for pleasure, like I welcome and relish a longer runtime. Like mm-hmm. when I saw those 75 minute episodes of the leftovers, the season, the season finales, I was like, Oh yes. Give me a 90, make, make it a hundred. <laughs> Don't <laughs> keep stop. It coming, keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's not, not the case with podcasting though. So I, I'm, I was happy to see the 53 minute runtime. Anyway, let's get into the symbols here. We got a Z. The Z is the arcade game. Beastmaster. That doesn't say Beastmaster on the side in the symbol. It's got the zigzag strike. Wait, was it Beastmaster or Beast Slayer? Beast Slayer, my bad. Beastmaster is okay. an actual game. <laughs> <laughs> or Beastmaster is okay. a movie. A movie, I, guess, I think. I, well, anyway, uh, Beast Slayer. Uh, and this is not Beast Slayer. Doesn't this, The symbol does not say Beast Slayer on the side. It has the zigzag stripes. But uh, this is the arcade game that marty gets fixated on in the hospital yep uh the second symbol, the a that we have which might be one of the better a's that they've had in a very long time so you can kind of it's see a good it, a is a, a jail cell or at least yeah. like cells of a bar right would you agree yep yes and okay, they probably like... represent marty's cell door 
Yep. Again, not the door that is used in the episode. <laughs> but, oh, close enough. Yes. Uh, the R is a plane which appears in this episode for roughly 2.7 seconds. I, Mar- <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I also look, I equivalented it to also when they kept saying he was on a business trip to Kansas City. But like, yeah. That's that's a bit of a stress. Like I'm just I, whatever. I mean, they like, do they do show us they show us the plane. It's and he was on a plane to Mexico. You know, that's that's yeah. the plane. And but, yeah, anyway. Agent, Agent Miller even talks about that. Like, oh, they probably took him on a plane to Mexico. But mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I guess I've already spoken my feelings on the plane. Last one is the uh, on the Mexican flag. They have an eagle and a snake, and that's what the uh, fourth symbol is. Which I feel. That- that was an eagle and a snake. It's very clear. You should look at the symbol right now. That is very clearly it's it's, thought, it's the exact I, emblem that's on the Mexican flag, right? I thought it was like, I thought it was a griffin. What about the whole snake part to it? Like what do you like? I can. See I didn't even eagle. see us. I didn't even see the snake. It's it's look at the Mexican flag. Michelle, you um, gotta look at this photo like ASAP. All right, I, all right I'll pull it up right now because and also I'm, you gotta pull up a Mexican flag as well. To I will. I like will. The album. But, but it's, uh, it's that that, cha- that changes that. that changes my perspective on these symbols <laughs> quite I'm a lot. <laughs> I said I, I got a whole I gotta, episode. I gotta, I gotta ask you, Mister Sal. What was your what, what did you rule down the meaning of the Griffin was? I I put question mark question mark exclamation point exclamation point. <laughs> I have no idea. So I took this as just like a cheap. Thing to like, oh, they're in Mexico. Like, okay, well, whatever. It's the Mexican album, but it, it maybe could mean more to do with like why that. I if you probably look up like the reasons why that album is on the Mexican flag. I know mm-hmm. the American flag also have an eagle that's holding like, no, well, not the American flag, but an album um, has uh, the, an eagle. I am. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure what you're talking with, about. Like. Uh, 13 arrows in one hand and a snake in the other and it's claws. oh i i know what you're talking about yeah um that that so america has a very similar one too with like you know a, a eagle holding a, a snake i assume it's an eagle maybe it's a hawk but i'm pretty sure it's an eagle it could actually be a hawk okay I, but, but have you, have right, you so seen I'm, it? I'm looking at the mexican flag i definitely see the eagle you know biting the snake or whatever possibly it's a hawk I think it's an eagle. No, it's totally an eagle. I just looked it up. All right, but I need to see the symbol because I'm just out. It is like a spot under. Not spot. It, it's a. It's clearly depicting the Mexican flag. Like you look at that. You look at. Actually, no. It is always spot on. Now that I'm actually looking at the two. Yeah, the the way the eagle is looking. So this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, Mr. Sal. It is actually like spot on. Except I'm obviously the cactus isn't there. Uh, but I, I, there's probably some deeper meaning into like you know that the 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 meaning of the Mexican flag of you know the part of the album the meaning of that that relates to this episode as a whole, uh, which I don't know why that eagle's there. I mean, I can think of a few reasons why, but uh, hmm. not, not nothing exact in my head. Uh, meanwhile, Mr. Stell. Are you are you are you uh, skimming through the episode, waiting to? See I'm 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 do? trying to I'm trying to find the symbols. I can't I can't find the site. Oh, so symbols. you could do it. It's it's they they go the back and forth quite a bit until right before Marty wakes up on the ground. So while he's being transported, like right before he like the symbols have already shown once he wakes up on the ground, like when he's. Oh, you're 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 in the you're in the actual episode. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not in the I actual was, episode. I just remember where when the intro was. But yeah, if you just yeah, I'm, for photos. I, I wasn't. Yeah, I was just looking at my ah, hold on. I think I found something. Here, I I I found them online. I can link to you. Okay. As long as you found them. But that one, I I don't know what the deeper meaning is off the top of my head. There might be, but well, even I if think you don't that have a deeper meaning. He's in Mexico. And, I think that's 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 enough. I think that's good enough. Yeah, good enough. I, I, I guess my biggest gripe with the symbols here is that they're all they're all Marty related, and I guess I wish there was at least one nod to like the casino itself, maybe like you know, or like Ruth struggling to like do it on her own, or just you know, like, uh, no, no, laptop. no, no. Uh, Ruth, Ruth is basically non-existent in this episode. I take that. I don't back. mean, she I don't mean it. Ruth herself. But I mean, like Ruth having to take care of the casino herself, right? Agent Miller, maybe Agent Miller's visit with Wendy and the business cards, kind of big, right? Like that. Yeah. You know, the, just yeah. I, basically all I'm saying is I'm okay with maybe even three of the symbols being Marty related, but all four of the symbols are Marty related, which is like, nah. Like there's more. Uh, most of the episode is Marty being captured, but not all of the episode is Marty being captured. Like we do, you know, see the outside world and stuff. So I wish yeah. there's at least one symbol that nodded out of it. And yeah, yeah, I can uh, see that. That's how I feel. Uh, having said that, I think I think that you're right. That cage door, the the jail cell door, is probably the best looking letter. Yeah. So yeah, like that that one really. Out looks looks like an a for sure uh, and i i think that <laughs> uh i think the eagle is the toughest one to see the letter for i oh, yeah, i'd agree with that i mean the z actually oh i, I like the z but the top the, of the I z mean, is the, kind of rough i see like yeah the, the like, top the side the bottom bit a bit of a stretch yeah. for me uh did you did you ever, did you get to see the picture of the eagle no i can't you just, you just give it up sorry I, I give up. That's enough. Oh, that's, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Just take my word for it. That's the that's the album on the Mexican floor. Okay. Not a Griffin. I, all right, all right. So I, I will. I I was going to call that the worst representation of the episode, but I I don't think I will anymore. I'll definitely call the plane the, plane, the worst representation yeah. Oh, yeah. of the episode. These are the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also the orientation of the plane gets me even more. Like you just want to make it the R. Like it's not nose diving. And no, you know they did they did that before too. They did the same exact thing in Gold Coast. Oh, oh no! Oh, they had, did the they had the plane, the plane pointing down. Well, this looks outrageous. This this looks more outrageous to me because I don't remember that one as well. This this to me looks outrageous. The description. Yeah. yeah, it's it's dumb. So it's dumb. Uh, but I do, I think that the best representation of the episode. I had a tough time deciding between the jail cell door and the video game system, but or the arcade game. I mean. Uh, I think probably uh, probably the jail doors in terms of like remembering the episode. This is the episode where Marty's kidnapped. Like I the, listen, the arcade game's kind of a big deal in a way, but mm-hmm. I feel like if I remember the episode, I'm remembering more that Marty is captured. So jail doors. But I think the arcade is more clever. I, I I'd go with the arcade game actually. Yeah, I can see that. It's more clever. Mostly, if you, if you, mostly if you respect because... that. Mostly because, like, this jail cell door that they've drawn on the symbol doesn't even resemble the one. That That's used. fine. Makes me makes me remember though. I look at it and go, oh, yes, I now I know this episode. Okay. So yeah, well, glad, glad the symbols are okay. Glad we could square away that last one, that that pesky K. But holy cow, that's embarrassing. That's no, fine. Sometimes it can be hard to see. I remember. Uh, one, they had like two people on a boat, and it took me forever to understand it was two people on the boat. Like, you know, 
the black oh, yeah, and white color yeah, scheme sure. doesn't doesn't lend itself sometimes to the most easy readability. So it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll uh, finish eating my crow here, and then we'll get on with the with the podcast. No, 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 no. What does that mean? Does that mean like eating your your wrongness? Yeah, basically. Okay. What do you think I of that? Mean, kind of like, that's almost the same as sweeping it under the rug. Which, by the way, is a genius idea to do if you ever have to sweep and don't want to. Um, <laughs> genius not sweeping under the rug. No. <laughs> well, I mean, why why wouldn't you do that? I would just sweep <laughs> under the rug. I don't know why that popped in my head. I'm like, yo, that's actually a great idea. You just literally sweep under the rug. Like, why not? And then just clean the rug in bulk, like the underneath, and boom, you're good to go. Same, same <laughs> output, same, same like results. Easier time. Ah, yeah, if I so. let's say let's say I cleaned once a year under the rug, I'll just keep sweeping under the rug. Then once a year, it's cleaned all up. Boom. Okay. Right. Or even better case, I don't clean under the rug, so I never clean under the rug. Like someone else does that. Boom. Oh, that's a, that's a, it's almost like delegation, but without telling them I'm delegating it to them. Just kind of force it upon them. So anyway, <laughs> we can we can move on to the actual episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, by by the way, I I did look up the symbol, and you are right. That's that is basic. That is the eagle. Oh, you define a symbol. Okay. So you, you and I see also is... okay good looked up the Gold Coast symbols, and that is the water plane nose diving exactly the same. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a K though. <clears throat> so yeah. The K is a bit harder than an R. I gotta, I gotta respect the innovation for the K. R could done better. K, I respect. Okay. Well, I'm glad you approve. K is the trick. All right. Let's start running through the episode. We've we've chit chatted in the beginning here long enough. All right. Opening scene is uh, the uh, this is mo- it's a montage uh, set to the song Besame Mucho, uh, which of course you know means kiss me a lot, <laughs> right? uh and we start in the car uh of marty's kidnapping but it's from marty's perspective this time so we kind of are seeing through the the sack that's covering his head uh and then uh we see the the car stop the guy get out and threaten ruth and ben and then get back in we see the plane we see navarro's palace from the outside uh and then we just start jumping back and forth here ben tries to call the cops. Ruth stops him. Helen uh, denies responsibility. Wendy suggests that maybe she was responsible for this. Helen says, no, I didn't do it. Uh, And she also does not want to call Navarro because you never know what kind of mood he's going to be in. Wendy tries to call Navarro, but his number is disconnected. Ben is freaking out uh, until Wendy tells him what's going on, which you know, may or may not be a mistake on Wendy's part. He does not seem like a very stable human being. And he, uh, continue, as Helen is watching him freak out in response to Wendy telling him, uh, Helen makes a phone call. We don't, I don't think we ever find out to who, but she says, you better get here pretty quick. Things are getting a little out of hand. I assumed it was like Nelson or something. Yeah, you think? I, they, I, that, I would assume so. Nelson like her being driver. her driver, yeah. yeah. Uh, and th- that's that crossed my mind as well, although I, don't, I, I guess yeah, I guess it, she, she's just what, telling him to come pick her up? Yeah. Because like, like since, like, I imagine Nelson would normally wait for Helen, 
But like, if she's just going to someone's house, like I'm assuming Nelson doesn't follow her every waking hour of the day. Like if Nelson, if she's home, she, Nelson might go do mm. some stuff, right? I'm sure he is. Yeah, maybe some chores to do. And you know, she's hanging out at the bird's house, which I guess she's been, you know, the kind of almost, almost friend-like. Dare I even yeah. say birds having friends? Wow, shocker! I know. <laughs> so yeah, maybe yeah. I, that's why I took that as just calling Nelson. So other, because nothing really comes of it besides Nelson coming, unless it's like some sort of code word to right. Navarro or something so yeah so i took that as nelson okay all right yeah that's that's i probably the best guess we can make anyway so uh and the, the scene concludes with wendy asking helen you know what do we do now helen says we wait so this is i i really enjoyed this opening montage i, I like the music that it's set to i like the back and forth of it uh it, it's it's good stuff i think so did you did you did you like the opening? Montage? I like the intro. It wasn't as good as uh, some other intros we've had, such as the flashback one. There was a flashback. It went to a flashback and flashback. But yes, yeah, so, uh, that would have been uh, episode one, wartime. Oh yes, so it was. <laughs> or oh, no, no, no. Well, that wasn't a flashback. I take that back. The, what you're talking about the one in St. Louis, where Mason went into the convenience store and got shot. No, 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 no. My bad. No, no. See, I, I even got the wrong way around. You start. All the way back in time. Get, kaleidoscope. No, kaleidoscope. not kaleidoscope. It's the one where Darlene poisoned uh, the batch. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, you jerk. I got it. <laughs> which, which episode is that, though, actually? Uh, I can't time. remember. It's either The Big Jacob's Sleep alive. or Outer Darkness. One. one of those two. Yeah. Well, one of the one of those two nondescript titles that I couldn't make sense of. Yeah, so wonderful. <laughs> so, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed this. I definitely enjoyed it more than that one. But, I know you uh, did. But, you know, I, I like it though because it shows how panicked they are and you know what's going on. And yeah, I mean, even Helen, even Helen shows some like yeah. distress. So, do you think Helen actually knew this was going to happen? Uh, well, she says that she suspected it might. She doesn't say that she knew it or that she was responsible for it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that, that's that's tough to say. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard I'm having a hard time remembering what the last thing we saw Helen do was in the previous episode. I th- so. I think maybe the last thing she did it's it's either ask I think it was asking Ruth if she's ready to take over. I'm trying to think if she didn't well she definitely did that in the last episode. So uh, it is did she confront possible. Marty in the last episode or Marty confront her and uh, uh, I don't doing, but I, th- I think that's before the Ruth thing. Did, so. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think there's, a, I think there's definitely a non-zero chance that Helen knew about this. I don't think she organized it. I think this is triggered by uh, Navarro finding out that Marty was listening in on the calls. Oh yeah, certainly. That, that, listen, that, yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. So I think this is all Navarro, but Helen may have known. Anyway. Yeah. I, we'd have to go back to the last episode and look at the order of events as to when, when that happened. Did she talk to Ruth? Did Helen talk to Ruth before that happened or after that happened? I think it was before, though. But anyway. So too. All right. So I'm going to call Navarro's place a palace. Does that sound okay to you? It seems like a palace to me. I'm sure he calls it a palace. So yeah. Okay. It's palatial. Okay. Marty is taken to see Navarro. So he's taken out of his little holding cell, which is like the creepiest dankest most awful like dungeon you can think of <laughs> and... i like to imagine that 
they're making him this palace and made him a beautiful dungeon and be like no 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 it's too nice it's like bring in the dirt right like let's get some spiders in here get some maggots like i want like, a, like yeah. just i want floodlights music yep. sound like come on let's I, it's yeah. too nice of a dungeon that's right and i need a grate in the ceiling that i can look down yes <laughs> above in all my... else i need that you know my third common room where I like to spend my 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m.? That room? Yes. Put a grate in us. I wish to look down <laughs> at my prisoners. <laughs> so, uh, but he gets pulled out of there to see Navarro. And he makes his case for why things are slow. He says, I know things are slow, but you got to understand the, the FBI is breathing down my neck. Like, we're we're going to get, we're, but we're moving money. Don't worry. We're going to, we're going to make it happen. But Navarro doesn't respond to any of that. He just says, what do you want, Marty? And of course, Marty tells Navarro, I don't understand the question. I love that response, by the way. I love it because he, he, he could say nothing. He could make something up that he thinks Navarro wants to hear, but this is the type of, response that marty frequently gives you know to, to the cartel i remember in episode one of season one you know when when dell is asking the question about uh, his what should his father do about the, the clerk who robbed the store you know marty says you know it's, it's it's ridiculous this is not what this is like he doesn't answer the question in this case he just says i don't understand the question and then gets thrown back into the basement cell so, anything you want to say about that? No, poor Marty. Poor Marty, indeed. Back home, Ruth is lacking confidence in her ability to do the job that Marty does. Uh, but Helen is quick to point out, yeah, you said you could do it. Uh, and Jonah and Charlotte return. Now, what, what, we, what I mean by return is, last time we saw Jonah and Charlotte, they were out on the boat with Aaron. And they, uh, Charlotte and Aaron anyway, got pulled on to Tommy's boat and Jonah was left to watch the stuff. Uh, it seems like they reconnected somehow and Jonah probably ended up on that boat because Jonah seems quite high. Yeah, yeah, he does not, he does not seem sober, certainly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, they return uh, and Wendy tells them that Marty's in Kansas City on business. But the kids know that she's lying. Uh, and Helen, on her way out, says to Wendy, you know, if you don't hear anything by morning, you should figure out what you're going to say to the kids. Oh, ouch. So there's No problem. That. I'll get right on it, Helen. And I'll be sure to tell <laughs> yeah. the kids immediately tomorrow. And I'll be the one to do it. Yeah. And it'll be me to tell them. Me, Co Wendy Bird. Correct. The truth. Wendy Davis Bird. So the Davis mm. part was correct anyway. At the palace, Navarro, you know, looks down the grating at Marty, who's chowing down on his rice and beans. I think this this actually looks like it may have actually been rice and beans. Uh, I don't know, was it? What if he's so hungry? Yeah, he just doesn't notice. He didn't notice it if it wasn't. So, but he's chowing down on it, whatever it is. And this is uh, where Navarro gets to stare down the grate. All right, at the Missouri Bell, Ruth introduces herself to Miller, who is surprised that Marty's not there. I thought we noted when she introduced herself, she said Agent Maya Miller. Correct. Agent Maya Miller. Yes. Kind of call her Agent MM. Uh -huh. if you want, Agent Double Sure, I guess. I mean, Evans has introduced himself as Agent Trevor Evans before. Yeah, but he gets called Agent Evans by us. Which, by the way, Trevor Evans is a really cool name. It is actually a pretty good name. So is Maya Miller. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, that's alliterated. Alliterated names are always yeah. cool. Like, every name is cool, but he was the not not nearly so cool. Oh, well, that, that's that is uh, certainly Game the day. stance you've taken. My God. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I, sometimes sometimes we're. Emotional. We're a full nine episodes removed from game day, and you're still talking about it. That's how good it was. Is that Pete Gozark right now for you? Best episode of the series so far? Probably, yeah. Uh, If I had to say so. I mean, the thing, the thing, um, you know, you make fun of me talking about it. That was nine episodes ago, but we still talk about like Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, Sun Tzu, Confucius, right? We talk about all these people that have been dead for hundreds of years. Some over thousands of years, right? Augustus Caesar, Julius Caesar, you know. Let me ask you this. What is the most important thing to come out of game day at this point in the story? Where do I start? Uh, wherever you want. I, I'm having trouble. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> the whole FBI pressure got amplified to a whole new level on game day, right? Did it? But, oh, I mean, they weren't really that public knowledge. Like, they knew the FBI was watching them. But they didn't yeah. realize, like, game day and henceforth has been very public. Like, the FBI has not really been hiding the fact they've been watching them to them, right? The pressure has now been there uh, permanently. Does that make sense? Like, they've been public, and they're they're constantly trying to audit them. They're just doing all this stuff, like, you know, down to the casino stuff. So, uh, there's that. that um, also, just a great episode. So, yeah, it's be a great episode. I don't know. I mean, that that FBI presence was was not there in the first episode of the season. It wasn't there very really in the last episode of season two. It kind of stop poking holes in my ship. Waned a little bit there. You are walking the plank of my ship right now because you're poking holes in it. Okay. Okay. That's not how you keep. That's not how you keep a sink afloat. That's not keep a ship afloat, right? That's how you cause it to sink. And stop okay. trying to sink my ship, right? My ship of game day is buoyant and fast, and I will not let you make it dense and slow. I'll, I'll tell you this much: the the impact of it was certainly fast. <laughs> to my heart, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, at home, Wendy continues telling the kids everything is fine, uh, except that Ben. Davis, wrong Davis, has already told them everything that happened. Uh, and she, Wendy, lights into him about it. And he continues to freak out, like in the most like overt ways possible, just like, you know, screaming and clenching his fists and rocking back and forth. And it's, it's a little terrifying that this guy now knows all of their business. Yeah, certainly. Yes. And even throughout the episode, um, Later, I'm trying to think of the exact reason as to why he makes like a like a same motion. Like, oh, it's like... it's because Helen, Wendy, and Ruth are all arguing about uh, the the red flag that went up. Oh yes, yes, that's yeah. yes. And like Wendy gives him a look, like Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we spoke about this already. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, speaking of Helen, she arrives and says that she heard from Jorge Mendoza. Who's was kind of he orchestrated the kidnapping there. He was the, the guy in charge. He was in charge of the waterboarding of Helen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he called to say that Marty is alive and just a very brief message, business as usual. Which this is the most interesting thing about the episode to me, because Helen has this theory that 
if they succeed without Marty, that makes Marty redundant and probably dead. But if they fail, then they might be considered redundant and probably dead. Yeah. Now, now, I think there's a severe flaw in this argument, and that is that Marty and Wendy and Helen serve three di- very different roles in this organization. Yeah, like, there's certainly a way that Marty's found redundant, and that's, yep. and I think that's what they think for the most part. I don't think they're really too worried about them being Oh, dead, I think really. I think this is a total mind game by Helen to get Wendy uh, opposed to Marty here because she's been laying the groundwork for this for a while now the the idea that Wendy is the important one and Marty she doesn't really want to deal with Marty anymore so you know I find it funny when I think about it sorry to cut you off it's just the um Adele championed Marty right like he really respected his ability but then obviously the newer Adele aka Helen kind of champions Wendy yep uh prefers her over Marty so sorry to you yes I didn't realize that. but but it's it's interesting because i mean really the, the the most likely outcome of this is that marty that that nobody dies because marty's role is so different from wendy's or helen's role yeah so uh, it, so i, I don't, it'd be very difficult to prove marty redundant and even if they need marty even if marty is found to be inexpendable it doesn't mean that wendy and helen are expendable because yeah. they're they're serving very different roles so helen's saying this and she know i think she knows this this is this is designed to get wendy into the mindset of it's us or him you got to make your choice and i i think that's key i think that's that's you know this evil plotting helen that doesn't i don't think helen believes for a second that they can't all survive this or that she and Wendy survive it regardless of what happens to Marty. Yeah. Well, so. fair. Fair. I didn't take it as um Helen doing like I, I never took it as them or at least Helen showing fear of like what if we're found redundant. I should I should really watch that scene that in. Yeah, no she, oh no, she she, had, she because Wendy says and and if if we fail, she's and Helen says, well then I'm afraid we might be. You're so right. She, she had, does say that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're correct. But there's no way that this could make them redundant because that's not their job. They're not money launderers. Well, what if Navarro might just be a bad boss? Like he just doesn't understand like his whole like uh, supply chain and like operation of his business. There's a call minus Marty, no work. Therefore, plus Marty minus everything else work. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I think. I think I'm right on this, but I will. No, I think you're right. Yeah, okay. I, I think you're right. Yeah, because you are right. Yeah. I, I remember Helen does say that. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. At the palace, Marty is singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall, and he starts to flash back to a hospital room where we assume this. I, I'm assuming this is his father that's in the bed uh, because his mother is there watching over him, but his father is hooked up to a whole bunch of machines and does not look good. Yeah. Um, we. So I think we already know from previous. So I forget which previous episode we know from, but we know that his father dies while he's like ten or eleven. He's like a young okay. boy. Okay, I guess I don't remember that, but I'll take I, your I word for this, it. They they spoke about this in a previous episode. I'm trying to remember what episode in the context, but I know Marty has said 
somewhere in season one or two about his dad passing away while he was young. Okay. All right. I believe you. So his mother gives him a couple of dollars and says, go get a, go get a, uh, a snack. And so Marty gets a Coke and he gets drawn into this arcade game, Beast Slayer. And that's all we see of this flashback. Uh, back with, uh, back at the palace, Navarro visits Marty and asks if he trusts Wendy. Of course he trusts Wendy, Marty replies. But if he does, then Navarro wonders why does he spy on her? And Marty says to protect her. So Marty is just feeding him lie after lie here because apparently he's more terrified of saying that he doesn't trust her than he is of getting caught in a lie. So Navarro says that, uh, you know, she knows what she wants. She wants it all. And what do you want, Marty? And he's, he gives kind of the stock answer of, I want to see my kids again. I want to see her again. And apparently that's the wrong answer because Navarro just backhands him and is not pleased with that answer and, and calls Marty a liar. He says, you lie to Wendy, you lie to me, and you lie to yourself. And he asks again, what do you want? Marty doesn't answer this time, and so Navarro just leaves. So I, th- this is... I, this is a tough situation like i, I if i'm already I, I don't know what this guy is looking for in an answer yeah, he's here. a crazed man like <laughs> yeah like, do i tell him like what do, yeah what do i say like i want freedom like do i yeah. do i say i i i don't want freedom then will he like, i what do i want i don't i want to be slapped like will he then not slap me is that the, is that the right response <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know uh, i want to live here forever in this dungeon and eat maggots. that's that that would be my favorite thing in the world like, well we can't have that then and let me live in this palace and he'll live in the dungeon despite <laughs> yeah exactly but I, I mean i when i'm watching this for the first time i'm like what does this guy want out of marty what is he looking for yeah it, i want to see my family that's a that's a bad answer like i'd be screwed <laughs> yeah what's a good answer then yeah so uh, we'll come to find out i think he wants a little a little pushback from marty apparently so we'll see basically i i mean we can talk about it now if you want but what i why we think uh why why navarro is doing this, this. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you want to well, talk about that later yeah no we can talk about it now i guess my the only thing i can really think of is that um Marty has always now not to Navarro directly, but to Dell and the whole time with him, right? He's and I mean, you, you definitely meet people like this in your life. Like I mean, most people I think in general, like you know, if something happens, you try to say the positive of it, right? But you probably know people in your life that just take everything that happens and they try to spin it in a positive light, not mm-hmm. even like jokingly, but they are just trying to like literally put it in a positive light. Yeah. Also, we could almost relate this to like a working environment, right? They're trying to like so. Marty's just taking everything that's going on and saying, you know, he sold to Dell. He used to do it. Uh, Helen, not as much, but, you know, Helen through Navarro, whatever. Every time questioned or anything, he sells it as something good, right? He's like, no, this is an opportunity. We need more. It's always this, right? And so he never ever is critical, right? It seems so. You know, he's, he's almost like a yes man and almost, right? Like, you know, it's not. He's not an opinion I would really want in a person I would really trust if I was Navarro. Obviously, you know, he's smart in what he does, you know, in terms of the actual money laundering itself. But for just an actual mm-hmm. opinion or something, you know, he doesn't seem, you know, he's just he's just saying the most generic positive thing he can say. That's what he's always saying. And that's what he keeps I, answering as to what he wants. 
I'm not sure. Okay, trust him. Uh, okay, uh, no, I guess, I guess you know, gun to the head, he he has been doing that, hasn't he? But, he always like, when, does that. But when I mean, I keep I keep going back to that story about the the father and the clerk when that Dell told him, and and Marty just called Dell out on it. It's like, no, this is BS. This is not the same thing, you know. But you know, when he when the gun was to his head. He latched on to the most positive thing he could think of, which was laundering money in the Lake of the Ozarks. You know, and the when he was having his toenails ripped out, he latched on to getting into a deal with the Snells. Although that he had already planned out anyway. So I don't know. I I I'm, I, I see what you're saying. I, I I understand the point. I guess. Uh, so I guess are, are you saying that? I, what what I would also argue though. Sorry, just one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Marty talking back to that story, right? That was before um, he got in the bad graces of the cartel. Yes. And then he started having to upsell everything. So that, that's what yes. I will also say to that, right? Like, uh, that's a great that, point. That's from a great that, point. From, from Dell holding that gun to Marty and onward, he's almost always sold positive light towards the cartel. Even towards Helen. Like, even more recently when, like, Helen's like, oh, you guys are splitting, you guys have, are fracturing. No, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're on the same page and stuff. I bet you don't even know what she's doing right now. Oh, no, I know. No, she told me. She told me the plan. I'm surprised you oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, every step of the way, anything cartel-related, he's always so positive, it seems, though, towards the, as almost hmm. as much as possible. So I... So you, so you think Navarro is looking for him to push back? Yeah, he, he wants to see that he's giving, like, a, he wants a genuine response. He's just like a yes think, man. He's not do you think like Marty, Do you think that Marty's statement that he wants to see his family again is disingenuous? It's not all that he wants, right? There's, okay. There's, it's it's the generic answer that yeah. the Marty Bird that Navarro has come to know is going to always say, but like, you know, give me give me some actual substance, Marty, instead of like you know always upselling everything. I mean, upselling everything doesn't mean that there's no substance to it, but it's like. Mm-hmm. You you've shown how you're untrustworthy. You you were ranting into my calls. Granted, with your wife, mm-hmm. but still, you're ranting into my calls. Mm-hmm. You know, show me that you're trustworthy, and like you know, and I think oh, an element of that is someone that's willing to criticize you, or at least you know, um, mm-hmm. speak their mind, even if it's not, uh, even if it doesn't put them in a good light, or just you know, okay. or give a plan that's risky. Uh, yep. but you feel can work, right? So, yep. something like okay. that. Yeah, and I, I can, I think you might be right. I think you're onto something here. Do you think this is the first time that Marty's ever met Navarro? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. All right. All right. Well, I th- I'm, I'm buying it. I, you know, good sale. You got me. So, congratulations. Good on you. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> we get a, a check in at the Langmore residence where Ruth lays out the plan to a bunch of random sorry, guys sorry I, I guess we, we also you missed a very it's a very small scene where oh wendy in the mausoleum the yeah, I, yeah i yeah i skipped it sorry yes. How dare wendy, you? okay that's super important I, I skipped it intentionally actually it's just like <laughs> here's wendy there's the mausoleum she's getting some money at the end okay so uh so uh, I guess we need to know that she has money to give to Ruth in this next scene. So, uh, but I would have bought that without seeing the scene. Yeah, so, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, um, Ruth lays out this plan. This is just a bunch of random dudes 
Uh, and she says, you better have a story. You know, uh, whether you got this money I'm about to give you from, you know, you're, you inherited it from your rich dead aunt or you, uh, I don't know, I don't even remember the other example she gives, but she, regardless, you better have a story as to how you got this money. But you're each getting $9,000 because anything, if, you know, $10,000 will trigger, you know, an investigation into it. You only lose you need to lose eight thousand of it and then you cash out the last thousand and that's your that's your payment for doing this uh and wendy drops off the money uh she's not happy to see that ben is one of the dudes who's going to do this uh and but you know ruth says hey, we need people we can trust so apparently ruth trusts ben not so sure wendy is trusting him much right now uh, the other, I mean, what do you think of this plan? I, this this seems like a pretty decent plan. It does on the surface of it. Like this is a type of plan I think like I or you like could come up with. Like you, if someone mm-hmm. went to us and like the given situation that's outlined, go, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, and we, we're obviously very short notice. You know, we only have like a few hours to think of something. I'd go, mm-hmm. and with the given connections, I go. Well, I, I I know some people. We could, uh, you know, have some people go and throw in the casino. And, you know, we could get uh, some money through that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Angels I don't know how regular patrons uh, gambling. Yeah, I don't know how sustainable it is, but well, it, it, sustainability aside, there's obviously the holes that it'll be seen later of how, like, you know, right the numbers that they're collecting. That the, like this, this is something. This is probably such a surface level idea, right? Like, yeah. just like they, yeah. they immediately caught it. So yeah, it's, just, it's like something. So- something Which that they sense. would look for yeah. anyway yeah absolutely it makes sense it's a service level idea too so it's just yeah so i don't blame it. i i like this a lot just in terms of um because it makes sense i as a viewer i'm like why did marty do this but then you're right yep. you don't need marty what an idiot like this guy's sitting here doing all this complex crap <laughs> just have some people go and play it's a casino made to play just have people come and play yep. what are you doing but okay maybe maybe there is a reason why yeah <laughs> you, you might not be so redundant yeah, I mean the other thing is that they're they're losing one out of every nine thousand dollars that they have. So and you know, that's, I mean, yeah, that's not as good as some other things, but like when you launder money, I, I, like uh-huh. in criminal like laundering money, like mm-hmm. you're gonna lose like quite you you're gonna lose quite a bit. Like, oh, for yeah. sure. And in fact, that's one of the ways that Marty sold Dell on this whole idea of mm-hmm. going to the Lake of the Ozarks is that you would lose less money. Yes, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is true. So, but, but this is, uh, I mean, this is a ninth, one ninth. That's that's not nothing. That's that's a pretty big chunk, I would think. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just misreading that. But eleven percent. I mean, relative yeah. to I think other money laundering, it's not terrible. It's not the worst yeah. thing out there. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Anyway, uh, at the office, actually, actually, really, this, this scene is so ominous to me. This is this is like one of the scariest. Marty's in this weird prison, and like this scene scares me more than that, because Helen pulls Charlotte aside and says, "You know how much do you know?" And Charlotte admits that she knows everything, and Charlotte or Helen just kind of stares her down and points a finger at her. Says, "Aaron must never know. There will be consequences." For anyone who speaks truth to my daughter, just like we know, this is not an empty threat. <laughs> like no, no, it does not seem like one. This is a real deal. Like she, she will go to extreme measures 
uh, and th this is this is terrifying. Uh, Wendy comes in just about then and tells Helen that uh, a team is in place and that she trusts Ruth. So this is Wendy vouching for Ruth uh, again with Helen because th th that happened right before the waterboarding. Wendy immediately vouched for Ruth. Unlike so special Marty. Yep. 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 Uh, back at the casino, the, uh, I'm going to call this uh, group of guys who are uh, dropping money left and right the, the Team Tank. They are tanking. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Team Tank. Team Tank is tanking, and Miller. Oh, asks, <laughs> it's great, right? Just, oh, I love when like Ben just comes up and he like oh, yeah. he gets a 16 in blackjack, hits on uh, it, and goes bah! <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> so good it's so good i know you you should hit on 16 depending on what the dealer has it was yeah it was a dealer's like a like a yeah like a 10 showing fine you can hit but right i don't know right it's, no, it's well, a bad I mean, position the, it's a bad position to be in. the the rule is if the dealer has six or lower showing you should hit uh if the dealer's got seven or higher you should not hit oh okay. so oh no no wait i take that back it's the opposite. If the dealer has seven or higher, you should hit. If it, if the dealer has less than seven, you should not hit because the okay. dealer has to hit on sixteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, sixteen is a, is a tough one. It's one. It's something you never want to be dealt. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can avoid sixteens, you try to avoid sixteens. But you know, he he takes the hit and he busts and ah, <laughs> like, and that's not it's the only time you. We see him on the camera doing that like over and over again. I, I, really love, I, I love it. He says in the way like a dad says it to their kid. Oh, yeah. They're like, they've like quote unquote lost, but they just let the kid win. Like, ah, you got me. Yep, exactly. Me in, a, in, a, in a great game of both mental fortitude and skill, son. Great yes, exactly. Yes. So, he, uh, so Miller is asking uh, Ruth about Marty. And she suddenly notices the spike in the take today. You know, it's not, it, and what, you know, Ruth tries to talk about, oh, well, it's, you know, it's the summer. I love the summer. You know, yeah. rich, rich people like to gamble. She's like, yeah, but, you know, honestly, like there's actually less foot traffic today than there was yesterday. And yet there's a significantly more substantial take. I'm going to walk the floor here. And she walks right over to Ben because she recognizes him as Wendy's brother. And uh, she talks to Ben and, you know, he loses again. Uh, but she's, she's kind of grilling him, where'd you get this money? And, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of pay and substitute teaching. He's like, no, it doesn't pay at all, but I got a rich sister. Best of all, and, and this is her casino, so best of, her, best of both worlds. Which, that alone, like, I feel like that's incriminating, isn't it? I don't it, Is it illegal... Like, to gamble at your own casino that's like, what i don't know i i, I feel sure. like i feel like it isn't as long as, so here's the thing with like so, there's like i've seen there i'm not gonna get too much into it um virtual like you know uh, jonah ozark right people like mm -hmm. he's doing virtual game things right i know you may have chatted yeah. about this before like your pokemon yep. go stuff and whatnot right yeah i know games such as counter-strike you might play did right? you just games, out me games. as a did you just out me as a pokemon go player is that a secret? So no, censor that. No, okay. So, uh, 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 yeah. So the in Counter Strike, there's this big. I mean, it still kind of happens a bit, but not as much as it used to. A big thing in 2015, 2016 of skins gambling. 
um, mm -hmm. people gambling with like in-game currency so like underage people could gamble with it because it wasn't really money and all this other stuff uh but because there's almost this like lawless land for a bit what mm -hmm. people would start doing is is that they would be like these influencers maybe like youtubers or some sort and what they would do is they would make a site or they would be partnered like you know they'd get like 10 percent. they own a good chunk of a like a gambling skin site so extensively it's like cash but it's through like you know instead of using tokens using these skins so you're gambling okay. with this and they would show off the site but they would hide their affiliation with it right so it's like oh, oh look at this random site oh i've won big on it look at this look at my winnings oh, i won right and so it's like they're winning on the site and it's super dubious right it, it is uh, like they got in trouble with the ftc and whatnot but oh they did they did i don't know to what extent because i didn't keep track of it. i think that, like they didn't serve jail time or anything so maybe just fines but yeah, but they didn't disclose the fact that they had an affiliation with it. So I would, right. what I would presume here is that Ben's in the clear as long mm -hmm. as he's not like showing off, like he's not like using it as like an like to lure people in. And if he's asked, right, in a reasonable manner, he he like he doesn't like they were hiding the fact that they owned the sites. They were like refuting it, like no, it's a random site I found. So like that's you know as long as he's admitting it, I don't think it's actually illegal at all. Now, I don't know okay. if there's special laws for casinos, but I'm just basing it off what I learned from that. It's like, you can gamble, like, at your own place. Just, you know, make sure you're aware. You can get sponsored to gamble at a place. Just make it be known, right? That That's hmm. it. So, that's... I don't, so, so let me let me give you another uh, point of view on this. So, uh, you know who Pete Rose is? No. Okay, Pete Rose is a retired baseball player. Uh, he has the most hits in Major League Baseball history. Okay. Uh, and, and he is not in the Hall of Fame. They won't let him into the Hall of Fame because he got banned from baseball for he was he was a manager at the time and he he bet on his own team. And he okay. bet on his own team in the game or against his team? No, he bet on his team, not against his okay. team. Okay. Uh, but he got banned from baseball for that. So I'm looking at this. And thinking, and now you know, baseball has its own rules, and it's not like he did any criminal uh, time or anything. He didn't get prosecuted or anything like that. But I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, all right, if this is Wendy's money, okay, and Ben's losing, I guess there's no harm done there because that's just Wendy putting money into the casino that's going to get redistributed partially back to her, but mostly to other people. Yeah. So. So that that seems okay, but if Ben is winning at the casino with Wendy's money, is that just like Wendy siphoning off more money for herself? Well, it's her casino, so why does that matter? She's she's winning money from her own casino. She's just paying herself more, but it's her casino, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like it's like um let's let's say let's say just for example, I I don't have a casino works like hypothetically. Let's say they expect to pay out like. I don't know, they're making this much money. They expect to pay out like 95% of it and they keep this 5% margin. I'm, I'm just making this up in my head, right? Let's yep. say Ben yep. wins so much, he's pushed up to a 96% margin, right? Okay. Some of this total average. Well, yeah, Wendy's paying more money to, in essence, herself, but it's like now she's only working with less in her business. Like it's still just her, like it's still just their business. It doesn't matter by the end of it. Okay. Right? Yeah, so, I, guess, I guess it's true. So I, 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 don't think, I don't think it matters in that front. The only reason this to me matters is just it's how you show outwardly, right? If Ben walked in this casino, went, wow, I like, you know, he went on advertisement. I'm just a random guy, came to this casino, one big, look at this, right? 
that is yeah. terrible to do, right? That that that's oh, yeah, horribly yeah. illegal, right? Because you're not showing an affiliation. But if he's given yeah. money, says, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I've been, you know, I'm affiliated with this gambling, so I've been sponsored to do this, right? It's free money. Yeah. He gambled with the, and he wins big. That's fully fine. Like that's." That yeah. happens, I, I guess you're probably right. And I mean, the, the real proof of all this is that Miller does not bust him for that. So, <laughs> like, so oh, that's illegal. It's, yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, and we probably have talked about it enough. Although it's good, good yeah. conversation. It was enjoyable. Anyway, uh, Ruth comes in and breaks that up, that conversation up. So Maya Miller leaves Ben alone. All right. In, the, in a flashback, young Marty discovers that Beast Slayer is pay to win. Now, uh, pay to to win, meaning you aren't going to win this game unless you keep dropping quarters. You know, he says, you know, nobody can get through this on just one quarter. You got to keep dropping quarters. And even this guy he's been watching who does everything perfectly, like he's a a flawless player, can't possibly win without dropping more quarters. And he tries to explain this to his mom, but she says they don't even have enough money to buy food, no less drop it on video games. So yeah, that's that's the flashback that we get. Uh, and I, I guess the point of this flashback is is what Marty learning the I don't know the, how to how to scheme or how to identify yeah. a scheme. I think it's to show his thought process as a whole as well, yeah. whether it be what he's learning from the machine, but also how he's analyzing the machine, right? And just the takeaway. Yeah. Like for example, right, his dad is in the hospital and basically mm-hmm. his deathbed. It seems that he's under some sort of like um intensive yeah. care, and they're like, I assume they're gonna pull the plug on him or something. Is what happens? Is what it seems to me. Right. But um, it, so this is all going on, but he's you know he's focusing on this stuff kind of which is fine mm-hmm. you know i guess maybe taking his head away from it i'm sure he's stressing out enough mm-hmm. about what's going on with his dad but it's just to show his yeah just showing like his young thought process as well but yeah also yeah. maybe a lesson learned we'll see you know yeah and honestly uh, you know think about it this way you know he's in this adverse situation his father's dying and he retreats into analysis of a video game right he's in this adverse situation he's locked up in the dungeon of a palace and he retreats into analysis of his analysis of the video game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that next level order. So the next yeah. one is his analysis of his analysis of the video game. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah. So I, I, I think that I think there's something there that this is a coping mechanism. This is like a, a retreat, a mental retreat, because he can't deal with what's actually going on at the moment. So, you know, but it's the same retreat in both instances. So, or I guess, you know, the, the next layer of that same retreat in both instances. So, and uh, he snaps out of the flashback and Navarro checks in on Marty and, and uh, Marty lights into him. You and Wendy terrify me with your plans. If we're a legitimate casino, I've been against it from the start. And I'm rooting for the other guy. I hope he chops your head off. And like now, this is very different from anything that Marty has said at this point. And Navarro acknowledges that's a start. Doesn't hit him. And it seems like uh, you were absolutely correct. This is what Navarro was looking for. So a little, a little rage out of Marty. Yeah, you want, you want like, yeah. I, I'm not gonna go over it again, kind of, but yeah, like that's yeah. This is this yeah. I I I think 
what I said is correct. I, I agree. I agree. I, I do love here that he acknowledges that Wendy terrifies him. Yes, he does. So hopefully Navarro got a recording of that. Like, hey, Wendy, I'm yeah. show you something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but but it's it is interesting. It's an interesting way to phrase it because he could have said, you know, Wendy pisses me off and she's always undermining me or whatever. But he doesn't say that. He says that she terrifies him. So that that's a that's a different emotion and definitely one that would trigger a different response out of Marty. So that's interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, back at the house, Charlotte is worried that Helen found her out, and she's you know talking to Wendy about it. Wendy says, you know, look, we all we all make mistakes. I've made plenty. You know, don't worry about it. But Miller shows up and tells Wendy that she believes Marty was kidnapped by the cartel. She's not buying this Kansas City thing. She thinks he was kidnapped. And if an American citizen, this, this is interesting. I wonder if this is true. She says, if an American citizen is kidnapped on American soil by a Mexican cartel, then they have cause to act on Mexican soil and they can go in and bust the place up. Like this would be exactly the break that the FBI needs to bust up like the top of the cartel, not work their way up to the top. Like this would be the top. Uh, and simultaneously, Wendy could you know, save Marty and probably not have to worry about the cartel anymore because they'd be busted up by the FBI. Wendy, though, continues to deny and say that, you know, well, he's just in business uh, in Kansas City on business. Like, there's no big deal here. But, my, but Miller uh, gives her her card and says, you know, you call me anytime, day or night. So this must have been a tempting offer for Wendy. I mean, definitely seemed like it uh, at night. I mean, this is a this is a better deal than anything that Marty's been offered. You know, witness protection. Yeah. This is way better than that. You know, the work for the FBI after serving 18 months. This is way better than that. This is like this is a ticket out, and Wendy doesn't jump on the opportunity, which is interesting because I think she still really wants to be in. I that's right. So that's I wrote about. I, I think I wrote about this later when. Uh... She's sitting there looking at the business card. If, uh, yeah, you know, is she thinking about calling or? Oh, I, I think so. I, I think she is at that point. But there's, but, there's but, is more... it, but but my question is, my question to that was though, is it to save Marty or to save her own butt? Like, is right. It, is well, it... yes, that's a great question. We'll have to look at the context surrounding when she looks at that card. Um, so we'll get there when when we're there. So let's let's. Put yeah. a pin in that and, and come back to it at that point. All right. Does that sound okay? Acceptable, yes. Okay, good. Very good. Sounds fine. All right. The palace, uh, Marty's there. There's these bright lights. There's loud metal music. And Marty is eating, devouring his rice and beans and looks down and realizes that the rice is moving. And it is just, it's all so disgusting. It's just these maggots in the rice. It's crazy. And Mar Marty's just, he's breaking now. He's starting to lose it. I hope you know that rice is more expensive than regular rice, Marty. You have to spend the extra penny to get you maggot rice. <laughs> maggot rice. Oh, man. That, that was a, so creepy, though. Because like, you see it and like, is that rice? Oh, my God, that rice is moving. Oh, my God, that's not rice. Yes. Uh, I mean, there might have been rice in there, too. But anyway, uh, Ruth is freaking out. Uh, this is this is the scene we talked about earlier. Uh, there's a, some kind of red flag on one of the Panama accounts, 
Ben, like, I'm sorry, Ruth and Helen and Wendy are like talking over one another, like yelling and, and it's getting noisy and chaotic. And Ben just has a moment, right? And he starts pounding on the table and tensing up and screaming. And, and uh, this is when Wendy really stares him down as if to say, I mean, she, she communicates it. Like, you cannot do this in front of Helen. You need to calm yourself down. Uh, and Helen leaves, gets in the car with, with Nelson and says, you ever get the call about me, you let me know. He's, he says yes, uh, he agrees. So I, I assume that mean, it means that like if, if Navarro ever puts out a hit on me and is going to kill me, let me know about that. So, <laughs> I would like to know about that. Please. Yeah. It's like, yes, everybody would, Helen. What? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that's interesting. Uh, at the Langmores, Ben shows up. Ruth is on her, you know, leather, outdoor leather couch, which I think is hysterical, but it mustn't just never rain in the Ozarks. But uh, the, he's, he's there to visit and say that, you know, he's sorry for his family getting her involved in this. But, you know, she, uh, she says, I was, I was in a lot, of, lot worse, just as much of this stuff before your family showed up. Uh, but she does recommend to him that he get out of town because this is going to get dangerous. It already is. Uh, but of course, he says he's not going anywhere until he knows she's safe. After all, they had set up a date to have him a drink of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, that water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she so does funny. kiss him. She does kiss him here. That's as far as it goes. You know, she says, I'll see you tomorrow. But uh but that's as far as it goes but this uh, this isn't nothing there's a kiss as far as it needs to go for now yeah apparently by the way ruth is the only langmore we see in this episode oh yeah no No, wyatt and no 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 three no Wyatt. oh i know so yeah no wyatt in this episode interesting okay uh but i mean given the circumstances where we're kind of fixated on this kidnapping it makes sense that you'd focus on that stuff but all right, at the palace, there's a, a brief hospital flashback and the doctor is talking to Marty's mother. Apparently, looks like the, his father's unhooked from the machine, so he's probably dead at this point. And uh, back in the palace, Navarro tells Marty to fix the bank problem. He explains it. Marty like, explains it and fixes it almost instantaneously. <laughs> I saw well, like there's a magical problem right here, by the way, though. Too. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, whatever, I'll let it slide. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I somehow don't think this is as simple as a solution as Marty's making it out to be, that like only he could have fixed it this quickly, but whatever. Right, right. Maybe you should well, turn it off and turn it back on, is all he did. And so, so here's the thing I, I don't think, I don't think that only he could have fixed it this quickly. I think there are other people who probably could have, but those people do not include Ruth, Wendy, and Helen. Oh, yeah. So. So I'm the one you got who can do this. Uh, and he's fantasizing about dropping quarters as he's doing it, by the way. But Navarro still sends him back to the dungeon and Marty is not happy about that. And he keeps saying specifically, I won. I won, mother effort. Like, I, the I won part being the operative phrase there because he's fantasizing about dropping quarters on this video game as his father's dead uh, while he fixes this problem for Navarro. 
and and views views that as winning i fixed this problem for you just like i beat that game and i won so i don't need to go back down into that dungeon i also i also want to note by the way uh, as he's getting pulled away like the flashes Mm -hmm. we get of him pounding things back in time like did you notice that like his foot stomping i think like maybe his arm hitting the table as well sure um it, like in real time at the palace in real time like like yeah, as they're dragging him away he like pounds oh, the yeah. table and it shows like yep. him pounding something so i'm assuming it's his, like his also him grieving his father I, I yeah I yeah there's there's a lot of that here i think so yeah all right and then back home wendy uh contemplates calling miller Okay, as she breaks down crying uh and this is where you know what so what was the last thing we saw of wendy though her getting the card oh no oh 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 the last thing we saw of wendy was uh the, they the were red flag. The, the red flag so so she like this is this is why she's suddenly having second thoughts exactly like yeah. oh no this red flag i can't fix it yep I can't fix it. Ruth can't fix it. Helen can't fix it. There's no way to fix this. Marty's the only one who can fix it. Oh, yeah. It. It's also noteworthy that I think Helen said, like, Navarro will find about it tomorrow when banks open. Tomorrow. Yes. Morning. Yes, that's right. right. So, yeah. so, so now so there's a time limit. Navarro's about to find yep. out. Yeah. Maybe I got to save myself. So the, 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 her crying and holding the card definitely, mm-hmm. you know, you can interpret it either way, which I do like. You know, is uh, she missing Marty? She's like, oh, well, you know, I missed Marty and I want to save him. Or is it, wow, I'm uh, kind of back into a corner here and I do like living. Oh, so I think it's much more of the latter than the former. I agree. I th- if I pick one, I'd say she feels back into a corner. And she yep. is uh, going to do what she feels she must do, which is. Yep. Yep. I agree. Right out the cartel. Yep. Except Ben arrives and ruins everything by consoling her. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. <laughs> oh, Ben, you. All right, last scene at the palace. Oh, Benjamin. Uh, ben- Benjamin Jude Davis. So last uh, scene at the, at the palace. Uh, in, in flashback, Marty's dad is dead. Uh, and in the palace, Marty wants to, goes to Navarro and says, what I want is I want to launder only when I say it's safe. And when, uh, and then... I'm going to compromise an FBI agent. And Navarro says, okay, anything else? I'd like to thank you. I think you should thank me, but he doesn't. <laughs> Navarro just grins, but apparently it lets him go because the last thing we see is Marty getting dropped off at home. So, and that's exactly what Navarro wanted. It was just some honest answers from Marty. Yep. Yeah. You know, when Ruth wants something, she goes to Marty. She says, this is what I want. Marty says, yep. Okay. So, Marty, you've got to do the same thing with Navarro, I guess. Do the same thing with your boss, yeah? Just say what you want. <laughs> it works oblige. every time. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> All right. So, that is the end of the episode. And we uh, can take a look, I guess, at, at, at what time it is. Do you see what time it is there, Kurt? Let me see here. My, my watch isn't working. My clock isn't working. Thank goodness I have a sundial. Uh, uh dark out um uh, but i thank goodness michelle i have my moon dial out so i can look at the time which look oh, at a moon dial the moon dial says it's tv time 
It is TV time. TV Thank time. You. Thank you, Moondial. Thank you. <laughs> All right, TV time. What you got for a rating on this episode, Kurt? That's a five. That's that's not an issue. For, yep, for me, for the people, and for you. Okay. And, and dare I? I mean, I feel like this one's got to be a pretty easy one. I think everyone voted for Marty. This even me. <laughs> You son of a gun. I hate you so much. Like you you're just trying to get me to swap with that. Like I'm so confident you voted Marty. Maybe you voted Wendy because of her like maybe 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 I want to save myself here. But like no, nah, Marty's the vote here, right? Right? For, okay, so you're voting for Marty. Or no, you're we're predicting all you're... for Marty. We're all voting okay. for Marty. You're right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, I you, did. You, vote for you, Marty. you little, you little, like you little, whatever. I'm not even gonna say it, but yeah, you, you know what you are. <laughs> you already know what you are. There's no need. There's yes. no need. The viewers know yep. too. It's fine. A little correct, sneaky correct. one. This was a landslide. Eighty-six percent say Marty. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's it's, it's super Marty focused, right? Like so much Marty. Yeah, understandably. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bonus points for you if you can tell me who's second. It's either I feel like Navarro. Or Wendy. Um, okay. I would say Navarro. So I'm going to let you off the hook here and say that Navarro is not a votable character. Dang it. Which is ridiculous. He should be. Well, then, things, I feel like it's Wendy, but you saying bonus points makes me feel like it must be harder than Wendy, but I'll just go basic Wendy. Wendy's in fourth place, 3%. Who is second? There are two characters in between Marty and Wendy here. I mean, there's Ruth. She does things. Yeah, she's second, 7%. Huh. More than Wendy. And, yep. More than double Wendy. That's kind of a bit surprising to me. I totally agree. But was Ben Wendy, third? Ben was third, 4%. Mm, see, I, I think people are shipping the Ruth and Ben train here, right? We got Ren oh, man. or Booth. <laughs> yeah, everybody shipped that. I I dread it. And I, I, the first time I saw this episode, I was like, oh, no. What no, are you I doing? I ship it. I oh, ship no, no, I no, ship no, Ren no. Booth. Ren Booth no. all the way. Ren Booth. Yeah, no, I am no fan of the Ruth Ben connection. I think I think it could be a powerful one, the Ren Booth stuff, you know? Oof. As long as they make each other happy, you know, good for them. Yeah, when times are tough, the uh, tougher get tough. Oh. When the going get tough, the tough get going, I think is what you're going for there. Oh, all right. I'm pretty sure I said that one right. So Kurt, nine or ten. I really don't know. Um, I'll allow you to, to take another week to think about it. Okay, really sweet. Yeah, I'll take another week. Yeah, that'll blame me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sticking with my ten for sure. <clears throat> um, at any rate, that is all that we have before we hit the spoiler zone. So, folks, if you want to stick around for the spoiler zone, that's fine. But prepare to be spoiled. If you do not, then this would be a good time to sign off after you hear me say that we would very very much appreciate your five-star ratings and reviews, your downloads and subscriptions, and we very much appreciate you uh, sharing the podcast however you can. Uh, if, you need to, if you'd like to contact us, feel free to email us at showhopperspodcast.gmail.com, and we will look forward to talking to you next week for, Kurt, correct me if I say this wrong, okay? It came from Michoacan. I don't even know the title yet, so yeah, you're close enough. I... Okay. Wait, let me cook it. Now I need to cook it. It came from. Oh, I don't know. I see that. Michoacan. Michoacan. Yeah, Michoacan. Yeah, Michoacan. 
Michikan. Okay, that, that's a good one. Yeah, Michikan. All right, folks, get out of here unless you want to be spoiled. All right, if you're here still, that means I think I you're... think we got to break the spoiler immediately here, Mr. Sal. Okay. Sorry, just just wanted to be noted. I I I am not a Spanish speaker. Just based on the way I just realized <laughs> the way Mr. Sal like you know asked me for like input there. Not a Spanish speaker. <laughs> just 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 gonna put that out there in the spoiler zone. <laughs> but you have studied spoiler Spanish. Alert. I have studied years of Spanish, actually. Yeah. Like, so, like, I, I would say you, you may not be a Spanish speaker, but you are more of a Spanish speaker than I am. So yeah, yeah actually, I can still like write or uh, reading. I can read Spanish okay. Like mm -hmm. I, I can make sense of it. Give me a paragraph, I'll read it. I'll tell you what it's saying. Okay. Right, give me a sentence. But anyway, yeah. Oh, so much in the spoiler zone to talk about, Mr. Sal. So there's, much. there's a lot. There's a lot. And so we I are wanna... in this. We are in the spoiler zone, folks. If you're here and you don't want to be spoiled, get out. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start it off with something <laughs> big. Okay. Okay. Big one. Nelson. Earlier in the episode, when Helen oh. asks Nelson, oh. <laughs> I favorite. never, I never knew that uh, she he, she asked him this. This is my favorite uh, spoiler in the episode. Oh my god! Oh I was, yeah, I was... yeah, that was. Well, so did you notice this the first time watching through? Like, did you? No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I remembered, I, I remembered the scene watching it the second time, but I never made the connection, even in the end when Nelson shot her that he was the one who shot her and he was the one who said yeah i'll tell you if you have, if i ever get the call yeah like i i don't remember this like it's such a small you know micro i never remember this scene at all and we're watching i was like oh, that's out i was like wait a second i'm pretty sure nelson's the one that shoots like Helen, yep. because i'm pretty sure yep. like cause i remember when i watched the finale when i first seen it it's like you know nelson I was like, who shot Helen? And I rewind it, and you can clearly see like Nelson creeps over to the side, and then there's yep. his arm that comes up and shoots her. It's like, oh, yep. Uh, oh, that is, it's really cool. Uh, and it's pretty stealthy because we don't really know a whole lot about Nelson at this point. Like, wh the, where we start to like recognize Nelson as a character is when he goes to see Sue. Yeah, exactly. Right? So Sue's where we learn yeah. more about Nelson. Nelson kind of becomes more of like a like character. Yes. But he's so under the radar at this point that they can, that she can say this and we forget about it by the by the season finale. But what how brilliant is it watching it on a re on a rewatch? That's great. Yeah, it's great That's to so uh, cool. see that Nelson's gonna be the one that kills Helen. So I mean that alone should cause you to bump this up to a ten. That is actually really cool. Maybe it is. I do actually like about that. Really, that, cool. that really, really exciting. Um, yep. Some other things, I guess, is so we'll later see that um something that'll occur in the future is a uh, Marty's gonna get that arcade machine. Yeah. House like Beast Slayer. Um, yep. I I I know that this arcade in some way changes the way he launders at the casino due to the way they're looking at him. I don't remember how though. I just know like he takes inspiration from it in some capacity yeah i don't, I don't remember that either so actually. so uh, i think that actually happens i'm, I'm not gonna stick on that one uh okay. miller one the... learn... oh yep. no, no, you, you, no you don't no, no, no by only no it's just out. i insist okay. all right i'll go first so uh one of the other things that i loved about uh this the spoiler uh part of this episode uh, it also has to do with helen and when she tells charlotte anyone who speaks there will be consequences for anyone who speaks truth to my daughter and of yes. course we know 
that the person who's going to speak truth to your daughter is Ben. Uh, and then it becomes a question of, is she going to kill him or is Wendy going to Yeah, do it? Yeah, there, there are certainly consequences for telling Aaron. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that, that's for darn sure. Um, yeah. uh, Miller, you, you were about to say something about Miller. Yes. Uh, we're going to see something to do with the fact of Miller causing kind of yes miller and marty's relationship from here on out is going to be a very interesting one because marty's going to try to flip miller he's going to do these like you know kind of pulling on favors doing all these Mm -hmm. things that kind of you know even at some point it it, this is how they ultimately kind of win over navarro's favor is by using the fbi to get rid of his rivals cartel if i'm not mistaken right so i think you're right yeah i'm pretty sure that's how you know they kind of win over the cartel over helen yeah. Uh, but also Miller saves him in that aspect as well. But I think um, we'll learn that Miller caused this incident to occur, like red flag yes, account. She, she did. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that and causes... furthermore, I think Marty knows that it was Miller who did it. Hmm. So uh, because I, I think he he talks to her later and says, you know, nobody else could have done that knowing that i would get out of it like so when when you said uh you know only marty could get out of it this fast like miller could have done it too and that's kind of the point Hmm. is that miller and marty are are kind of on a on a level in terms of their ability here and then on the same frequency here just different channels which i don't know if that analogy makes sense actually but there you go no it doesn't but (laughs) (laughs) The frequency is the same, just different places. They're on, uh, they're, they're on different devices, exactly. So so it's like when you, I don't know if this ever happened to you, probably not, but uh, sometimes <laughs> a baby monitor a baby monitor will pick up a cell phone. See, but I don't like that analogy. I like the idea that they're on the same frequency, they're just at different places. Like if you're in Australia and you're in like oh, okay. North America, right? You're on the same frequency, you're doing the same thing, but you're just in different places, right? Like one's right. kind of yeah, the criminal that's... world, one's there. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Or... Same frequency, different channels, hmm. which is, I think, kind of impossible because they're just different frequencies. But anyway, exactly. Uh, yeah. And I think the other big spoiler in this in this episode to talk about here is just Ben's role and and what's gonna happen from from this point forward. Because now that he knows, uh, it's it's all over for him. You know, like, it, he, I, it, yeah, you know, it's slowly answering. But you know what we we didn't even hit on yet? Hmm. The Ren booth. Because this is this is what rejuvenates Ruth's character now, right? Ruth right, has been kind right. of muddling through the season. She's still interesting, right? Still like yeah. funny and you know enjoyable character, but she hasn't had any real development all that much. No. I mean, this may be the most she's had up until now. But like, oh, of losing Marty, I'm very sad. Uh, yep. But and also we saw a bit of the wide stuff early on. I guess I shouldn't discount that too much. Her missing wide, yep. seeing him at the grocery store, all that stuff. But um. Yep. Definitely, uh, this will definitely help catalyze things. If do you know what a catalyst is, Mr. Sal? Like, uh, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, to things that will you know cascade to how the season will end, and things that will mm-hmm. change, and so definitely, um, this will definitely spark new life in the Roots character. I'm excited for it. Well, you know, it's it's kind of filling the same niche as Cade was. You know, it it's like bless his soul. Yeah it's 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 like ruth in a in a relationship with someone who's just totally dangerous and toxic so so it's, it's i mean this is why but ben, but ben's I, so nice to ruth oh he's he's so nice and he's so sweet 
but he's like a time bomb. Like that's the only way I could describe him the whole time I watched this this season the first time through. I was like, this guy is a time bomb. Like you you set an explosive in the series to detonate before the end of the series. Like there's there's no chance that he doesn't blow up. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta censor another word. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no chance he doesn't blow things up. It's just it's it's a, a foregone conclusion as soon as soon as he finds out you know and i that's why i was just hoping that he would leave and then he didn't and now that he's attached to ruth it's like oh no don't attach to ruth like and it's it's frustrating because i love one of my favorite things about ozark is the connection between ruth and marty and, and i love that it's not sexual in any way I, no it isn't yeah it's just, never once yeah. has it ever really hinted at being sexual either. like never nope. once no, nope, not at all. Platonic. Yep. So, and I love that about that relationship. But like Ben comes in, and you can—I mean, you can just predict, like from this moment, that something is, that it's going to fracture her relationship with Marty, because there's no way Ben and Marty can ever be on the same page. So, yeah, oh, very, very disappointed in that. But, but it makes for great television. Hey, I mean, it's, it's hey, really... hey, though. Hey, on side note, maybe we'll see some wide and Darley. I seen them at all this episode. Yeah, I was grateful for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> another thing. Is that a, is that next episode? Uh, it soon. Might, it's, it's either next or the one be, after. Yeah, it's got to be coming soon. It's, yeah, got to be happening soon. Farmer Wyatt, he's coming. Farmer Wyatt. Uh, yeah. Does it happen before or after the hearing where Wyatt testifies on Darlene's behalf? No, that might happen the same episode as. I think it might, yeah. That might be like what triggers it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. I mean, we'll, 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 time will tell. Yes. Um, All right. Well, anything else? Nope. Got nothing else to add. Okay. All right, folks. Thank you so much for sticking with us through the story, the spoiler section. And we'll look forward to talking to you next week for It Came from. Say it for me, Kurt. I don't remember how to say it. I already, I already. Next. Oh, okay. Michoacan. 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 Yeah, the, Michoacan. Michoacan. It came from Michoacan. 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 Michoacan.